Mark yourself away on Microsoft Teams and head out to release some death metal screams. We watched Agretzko and we're here to answer the question, was it a kawaii disappointment? Hello everyone and welcome back to Kawaii Disappointment, your weekly journey through the worlds of anime. With you as always is me, your host, producer, weave of all trades, and strong gorilla girl boss, PJ. And me, super laid back, transient cat, Skylar. And joining us today as always is our dear friend and newest accountant at the trading firm, Lauren. Hi, I am a pretty emotionally even keel person, so I don't have any big like aggressive mood swings. Unlike the titular character in in the anime we will be watching this week as we continue through furry month with a Gretzko. So Lord, tell me based on that name, what did you think a Gretzko was going to be about? Okay. So all I could think was that it sounds like aggressive uh, from the spelling and from the, the pronunciation. So I'm thinking we're going to be watching an anime that is about animals who are left behind and are like super big mad about it. Kind of like Lotso Huggin' Bear from Toy Story mm. 3, where he was just mad that he got abandoned. So now these are animals who've been abandoned and are up. Like, is it like an anthology series or is it following like a gang of aggressively angry animals? We're following a gang and they're like picking up strays as they go along. All right. And they're all going to get their revenge on the humans who've abandoned them. Ooh, I, you know what? I support that. Don't just like abandon your pets on like the side of the road, you freaks. I think yeah, that's really, a crime, like a literal yeah, crime. It is literally a crime. Yeah, don't do it. They don't know what they did wrong. They didn't do anything wrong. They didn't do anything Listen, wrong. I yeah. cannot. Look, <laughs> all the animals that don't know why they're at the shelter who came from like You know what's the saddest thing on earth? The saddest thing on earth is still that one uh, video of the dog that literally got put up for like adoption they like left it at the shelter and they came back to the same shelter like a week later to get a new dog <gasps> and the dog saw them and got excited no oh oh no it's the saddest thing i've oh, ever no. seen now i'm sad well it is a pretty great motivation to carry out a vengeance plot mm-hmm. but tell me once you saw the poster did your thoughts change uh yes completely because i mean i think that there's anger there's definitely some aggression but not the type that i was thinking of so this little red panda is just like a little working girl but she's filled with rage because there's a shadow of her behind herself where she's very upset. So I think she is building a life for herself, but she's angry about, you know, the world and having to go to work, which I get. Yeah, that's Just me every <laughs> single day. Honestly, I get upset about having to go to work. So yeah, I, I can't gather a whole lot other than she's this, this little working girl in the big city and is big mad about something that maybe life, you know, last time we were talking about how hard it was for the females in the the beast world to make it for themselves. So maybe this is her trying to make it in a world that's really designed better for men. I was gonna say, I mean, corporate is technically like designed better for men. Exactly. It very much is. So maybe she's trying to climb the corporate ladder but she can't do it as easily because she's a girl and she has to she's upset and she's raging but she has to keep it all inside 
Because she can't show the aggression because then she's a problem. Raging against the corporate machine. There you go. That should be a band. (laughs) I'm sure there are several titles for bands that are like that. Oh, I was making a joke because of Rage Against the Machine is a band. Yes, but we should do Rage Against the Corporate Machine is my pitch. Okay. All right. Well, I think that is like a very well-educated guess based off of what you have in the poster. Thank you. So I'd say, yeah, let's take a quick break. Watch episodes one and two of Agretzko, and we'll be right back. So stay tuned, everyone. All right, we're back. We had Lord Watch episodes one and two of Agretzko. Lauren, tell me, what did you think? This is crazy relatable. It's very yeah. cute and it's very funny. I was in between like laughing and crying the whole time just because <laughs> it is funny, but I was like, oh no. This did is, you see yourself my represented? Life. Yes, I did. <laughs> Maybe you should be going to do death metal karaoke after work. I guess that's the answer. God, who knew? I'm down. well let's talk a little bit about how we got to this aggressive point by going through some housekeeping so agretzko is based on the sanrio character created by character designer yeti uh which lauren do you know what sanrio is i do not sanrio is like the hello kitty universe of characters oh okay okay i am familiar with them tangentially so i mean technically 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 uh gretzko is a hello kitty character this is in the hello kitty cinematic universe yes the hkcu right right (laughs) no but seriously there is one i mean there is there totally is there's a million different characters in the sunrio verse that's so cool in different movies so the original short form anime series based on the character was named aggressive retzko and ran for 100 episodes so each episode was only a minute long oh on Tokyo Broadcasting from April 2016 to March 2018 and was written by Rare Cho. A month after the short series ended, Netflix began airing the full Agretzko series, which is what we watched. Once again directed by Rare Cho, the series was done by Fanworks Studio for Netflix and began airing in April of 2018 with it still ongoing, with Season 5 having been announced, but no further information on when we'll be getting it. There are currently 40 episodes between four seasons and a Christmas special. In addition to the series, Oni Press began releasing an Agretzko comic book starting in February of 2020, and a mobile game titled Agretzko The Short Timer Strikes Back, released on mobile phones in July of 2020. It is a match-three puzzle game in every few stages, like 5 to 10, you unlock another episode from the original one minute shorts. Oh, that's so fun. I love that. Yeah, I think it's like a fun way of, because that's like pretty much the only way you can access them these days, as I figured out while doing research. Interesting. (laughs) That's Uh, really fun engagement. With that, let's jump into episode one and two. After five years of the same company, office worker Retzko has to deal with many daily annoyances. She inadvertently arrives at work in her sandals, interacts with coworkers who either kiss up to the boss or couldn't care less about work. Her boss, Tan, makes her do menial tasks like dusting his desk and getting him tea and then piles a bunch of papers on her, keeping her late at night. Afterwards, she lets out her frustrations by going to a karaoke bar and singing death metal. While shopping in a clothing store, Retzko unexpectedly meets up with her free-spirited friend Puko. During a dinner together in a restaurant, Puko reveals that she's going to start her own business and asks if Retzko wants in. Retzko is hesitant as she can't leave her job, but after enduring more frustration at work, Tsunode gives her more paperwork, and she watches Tan and Komiya do nothing but daydream of playing golf. She is set up to quit her job, and we'll see where that goes, because that's all that we have for episodes one and two of Agretzko. As someone who works in an office for a good portion of their shift, this is very accurate. 
<laughs> yeah, you definitely have that, like, the people who uh, you feel like are doing more work than anyone else, mm-hmm. and the people who you have to seriously sit there and question what even do you do. Mm-hmm. And then there's oh. people who are just in and out of the boss's office all day to just kiss up. Ugh. Yeah. Office politics are always the same, I guess. Anywhere you go, that's how it was at AAA as well. Oh, goody. <laughs> Yeah, I always, uh, you know, it's kind of like a, it's like a sad reality where it's like, it doesn't necessarily get better anywhere in that same structure. Obviously, different business styles and types will have different situations of politics. But if you're Mm -hmm. ever in an office situation, especially in that middle management level, this is pretty much it. Honestly, that's why I got fired from AAA was office politics. Was office politics. You need to, you need to say the story, Skylar. I thought I was above office politics. And if you know anything about corporate you're never above anything and you have to play the game Mm, always yes and i basically called out this 60 year old woman for being like a nightmare person to work for who thought she was um too good to do like tasks and Mm -hmm. i said like hi you need to do your job and you know these tasks aren't below you because your manager asked you to do it so please help me finish this and let's go and then um like four days later i was like oh yikes <laughs> this guy was still in her probationary period and uh, they were like well she's being pro- problem and probably. it was literally like uh, a week before my 90 days oh man oh man that sucks so bad yeah it- that was the second worst thing to happen and well yeah second worst thing to happen in 2016 2016 was rough 2016 was rough you know what wasn't rough Mm. how enjoyable this anime was yes (laughs) she's so cute i honestly really love everything about this anime like Mm -hmm. i the art style is obviously very unique because it has that sanrio style Mm -hmm. but i think yeti the character designer for this show and obviously the basically creator of a gretzko um has a very specific art style even within that sanrio style the way she draws animals is very unique yes i would agree and the way that everything's animated is very interestingly it almost kind of reminds me of like actually well done old flash animation oh Yeah. yeah you're right God, does. some good new grounds bullshit. Like we're like, it's like these thick lines that flow very seamlessly. Yeah. I love it. Oh, I completely agree. But yeah, I mean, and again, Retzko is such a relatable and likable character. Yes. Like you want Retzko to be happy, but you also kind of understand the struggle that she's in. And yeah. also the show will be over if she is happy. I mean, yeah, because at that point, the, the big struggle is over. So... The relatability. Well, yeah. I mean, she's in a job that she hates. But she also, I do like that the show points out, even though she is in a terrible, terrible office environment, she is also kind of doing this to herself because she does have this huge burden of responsibility and doesn't want to let things slide. So everyone takes exactly. So everyone takes advantage of that. I'm not saying it's right, but she doesn't stand up for herself. And you know what? It's a hard lesson to learn. We've Mm -hmm. all gone through that lesson and it sucks. But you know what? Once you stop, you become a much better worker. It's true. Yeah. So I mean, that depends on perspective, right? Like to the people that were getting away with abusing you and using you, you are a much less effective worker. 
yeah, now you're insubordinate. Mm. But as long as, you know, you have a nice mental balance between work and life, that's all that you can really ask for. Mm-hmm, It'll mm-hmm. suck in between, though. It reminded me a little bit of um, Odomichi Oni-san when she was waking up in the morning and she was, like, having to struggle to get ready to go to work. I like her, like, <laughs> it, at the count of 10, I'm going to be a model citizen. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Oh. I relate. So interesting that they have like a, a uniform in an office environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. They do. Yeah. Well, they were they changing, do, right? Yeah. They were no. changing into their clothes. Oh, well, I guess it's not a uniform, but I guess they have like work clothes and, and non-work travel clothes, clothes. But they like go to work in their personal clothes, and then they got dressed into the clothes that they were wearing. Yeah, their professional clothes. Probably so they don't mess up their clothes in transit. That's true. You know, it's probably true. That's like in Japanese schools when you have to take off your outside shoes and put on your in-school shoes. Mm. And they have those specialized shoe lockers. What are you going to do? Bring outside outside dirt into the inside? How dare you? How dare you? you? <gasps> yeah. Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> you know where, like, honestly, though, like, America is one of the few, like, areas where culturally people do just, like, go into a home with their shoes on. Most other places in the world, it is considered very, like, rude. rude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We like, just... what are you going to do? Just bring the outside in with you? Don't be disgusting. Right. <laughs> But we do. We do bring the outside in with us and look at us. Look at where we are. No, we bring the mess to the outside world. Oh, we're both. It's a it's a symbiotic relationship. <laughs> it's toxic. <laughs> like this workplace. Oh, oh God. Yeah, I fucking oh. um like hate the boss, obviously. Oh, like yeah. oh, supposed to. The sexist Such pig. A dick. Oh my god, I hate Oh yeah, him. when he was like sex when women are incompetent, but it's better than when they're competent. Oh my god. And then him god. being like, Oh, it's uh, honestly kind of cute that you fucked up the tea. Like, oh my god. Or even just like when he's like it's it's your job well it's a woman's it's a woman's job not tea being women's work Ugh, ugh. he was disgusting and the fact that he just clearly doesn't do much of anything if anything at all and well no don't you remember his job is to play golf i was gonna say about playing golf that's right golf lauren i'm so sorry he plays golf and dreams about going on vacation because he deserves it yeah that I'm so sorry. That's my. I'm just fault. gonna start doing that at work. <laughs> Playing I'm golf. Just gonna go get. I'm just gonna go get like a little putt putt golf putter. <laughs> Honestly, and just be sitting in the office or like standing in the office, just like practicing my swing. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Shouldn't you be helping us with like prep and strike?" And I'm like, "This is my job. This is. I don't. <laughs> you're doing your job. I'm doing my job. If I'm gonna be an effective pawn in this system, I need to do this. So I'm just please. like coring out holes all over." <laughs> And like making shots. PJ won capitalism. I won capitalism. Look at you. Anything's a putting green if you believe in hard enough. Why is it that like golf is the sport of capitalism? Why why is golf the sport? Is it because you don't need to actually have any talent to play it? No, actually, you do. Like, honestly, I have to feel like golf is like honestly pretty talent based. To be good. I think it's because, okay, this is my theory. I haven't looked anything up. I think it's because you need like a lot of acres, right? And a lot of those acres are closed in and you keep riffraff and poor people out. So it's like a rich, that's why there's like golf clubs. Not the golf clubs, but like, you know, a club. Right, right, right. Full yeah, of yeah, golfers. Yeah. <laughs> With golf clubs in it. It's very confusing. 
This is a uh, so uh, this this uh, a quick little Google search has put out to me. Rich people play golf because they can afford the financial cost necessary to overcome its entry barrier. In addition, besides mm. being an enjoyable activity, golf provides a certain social status and it allows them to network with other wealthy individuals. I was kind of close. It's sticky. Yeah, it's, you were. Yeah. You're pretty close. Yeah. yeah, it's a real estate thing, you know, and you have to pay to use the real estate, which not a lot of people can do. Also, well, I'm sorry. Golf is just so boring. Yeah. If it's if not PJ miniature. Like golf. If I it's did not... putt-putt golf for the first time, and I liked he it. Did. did you? Yeah. I suck at mini golf. Everyone sucks not at mini golf. Not as much as I suck. That's the whole point of mini golf. No one's good at it. You just play for fun. Says the person who was actually good at mini golf. I didn't win that day. I will say, Lauren's actually very good at most things that are that require physicality. Which is a conversation we've had about how. Uh, remind me what your dad said when you stopped playing softball. Okay, so I used to play competitive softball, and when I decided to quit because I wasn't having fun anymore, he was very upset. He's like, "It's one thing to quit if you're not good at it." But it's really heartbreaking to see someone quit who is so naturally good at it. And I was like, well, I'm still quitting. So <laughs> you're like, sucks to suck, dad. <laughs> Sorry. And I'm even not- like when Lauren did uh, like an ancestry, which one was it? Uh, 23 and me. According to my DNA, I have s- the way my muscles are composed is similar to professional athletes. You wouldn't know that looking at me. But apparently, I'm biologically built for um, it. No, you could tell looking at you. As someone who's <laughs> looked at you a lot, who's seen you a lot. I yeah. do have broad shoulders. If you were like, that is uh, a fucking athlete, I'd be like, yeah, fucking believe it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, now I'm sweating. It's not even like broad shoulders. I mean, you just like the way you stand is very like, I could outrun any of you. <laughs> Which is funny because I'm don't like running i mean you don't like any of the sport aspects (laughs) but just your body is just naturally inclined to do them the universe was like we're gonna make this person built for sports and then i came along with my little brain and was like or not what if all i do is sit and read what if that's like it what if that's my gig why do you think I like softball so much? It's a lot of hanging out. You catch the ball, you throw it. Sometimes you run. That was my gig. <laughs> I also just really love kind of the the like other people in the office. So like, uh, you know, Fenico is she really funny. Is incredible. Design wise, the her. cutest little Fennec fox. Oh, god damn, my I love god. Fennec foxes. She was so cute, and I love that she would just like speak the truth all the time, no matter what. Everyone was like, "Oh, this sucks. This sucks." She's like, yeah, this sucks because of this, and it was always right. Me bitching about capitalism at work. <laughs> she's like, she's. Uh, I I I don't think it comes up in these two episodes, but her laugh is also super funny. She just oh, we didn't like, hear her laugh. It's a super like monotone laugh. Like it's like ha 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 ha. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. I literally had to pause it when I was watching it the first time and be I had to like just laugh at her laugh. That's so funny. Haida, you also don't get a ton of in these episodes, but I really love Haida. Uh, but my two favorite people in the office are girl bosses. Are Gory and Washimi. Girl bosses. Oh, they were so cool. I love the added realism when Gory's like, wow, this really hurts to walk like this in these heels. Yeah. Um, Gory and Washimi end up taking like Retsuko on like as like a friend like they because they like end up doing yoga together it's like very fun it's very cute 
Uh, but they are just as girl bossy the entire time. I love them. Fuck yeah, so great. I love. And you that. know what? Like Retsuko need Retsuko needs like a girl boss in her life to like you help know help her be a girl help boss. Help her be a girl boss. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, and they're girl bosses that I respect. They're not MLM girl bosses. MLM girl bosses. Uh, Multi level marketing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, they're not that level. They're actual girl bosses. Yeah. You know who I respect but I don't like is Ooh. Sunoda. Who is that one? The gazelle. <gasps> yes. Yes. I'm not sure if she's just genuinely that sparkly or if she's like fake. No, playing she's the like game. playing the game. She's, she's playing, playing the, the game. game, you know? Okay. Yeah. It's just, you know, she's she's playing it so well that it's to the detriment of others. Oof. But you know who I don't like regardless is fucking Komiya. Is he the boss's like yeah, he's like the little right meerkat. Man. Ugh, he was he's the LeFou. <laughs> he's the LeFou. <laughs> Not LeFou. <laughs> but also, ugh. Yeah, he was the one who was telling the boss, like, you work so hard. You do so much for this office. Ew, gross. Get out of here. God, I know those people. Mm-hmm. But I also know, like, that intense stress of, like, why isn't this done? And then being, like, someone being, like, wasn't that your job to do? And you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, God, it was. Oh, no. I'm the one that screwed up. Uh, but that I mean, should not be her job, but still. No, 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 no. That's one of the hardest things to learn in life is you will mess up. You're going to drop the ball. Just own it. Just tell people you drop the ball and then pick it back up again. But a lot of people don't like that and they'll shove off the blame or the responsibility onto someone else. That's not right. Don't do that, kids. No, 100%. It should. You need to you need to be someone that can like own up to your mistakes. Mhm. Mm-hmm. I literally hate so much when I try to talk to someone and just be like, "Hey, I don't know if you know this, but you like messed up on this thing. It's like not a huge deal. Just try to make sure that you catch it next time." Yeah. And I, if someone's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Like that's totally my bad. I'll I'll try to remember next time." End of conversation. I leave Done. satisfied. They leave yeah. satisfied. Thank you so when much. someone's like, "Um, actually, um, that's it's like not that shouldn't have been my job. I don't know what you're talking about. That I couldn't have made that mistake. That's not possible." I'm like, "Oh, you just made this so much more." Awkward and a, such a long conversation that doesn't need to be. <laughs> You're like, let me pull out my PowerPoint I made of you and every detail you did wrong. Well, I mean, you do, if you're going to have a serious conversation with an employee, you have to do your research beforehand. So that way, if they do start to pull the, that's not my fault or my responsibility. No, it is. And uh, we're talking about that today. When I uh, have to write like emails at work, like, you know, like emails, I send them to PJ to proofread so he Mm -hmm. could unpassive aggressive (laughs) email for me. (laughs) Oh, I've. I am like the office email guy. He is. We even have like one of our uh, very close friends and you know former uh rotating host on the podcast noel who is now like like two or three positions above me it will still call me and be like hey can you like come into my office and like read this email for me (laughs) pj is very good at sending very professional emails that get the point across without coming across as too passive aggressive but i get that skylar because i've definitely written emails in anger before so (laughs) then you cool down and then you go back and edit you're like oops yeah see the problem i need to do is just save it to my drafts not press send yes you know that song don't look back in anger it's actually supposed to be don't outlook back in anger no (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh and then the only other character that i thought was like super interesting or i guess like 
interesting quote unquote was that gossip hippo oh my god i love her and i can relate because i am a gossip whore but see i think you <laughs> like you like hearing gossip she's the one that spreads all the gossip oh yeah I she has don't all like the deets gossip. she has i don't the hot spread gossip but i do love hearing all of it yeah i'll say gossip to other people as long as i get their approval that i'm allowed to say it i know who the gossip hippos are and I do go to them <laughs> to get my fill. There's, yeah, everyone knows who the gossip hippos are. I go over with my little, with my little, uh, you know, teacup, ready for mm. them to spill the tea straight into it. Boom. That's how you do it. One of my family members, when I told them I wanted to be a school counselor, she was just like, bullshit. You just want to know family drama. <laughs> like, you just want to hear gossip on a professional level. <laughs> Can get paid for it. Uh, honestly god damn this show i i love it so much and pj and i started watching it when it first came out mm -hmm. and i i had to stop because it was just like upsetting me because i was in the phase at work where i was a people pleaser and literally like a lot of people just disliked me because like that's just what happens mm -hmm. like people just choose to dislike you it's not just me they disliked like everyone but mm -hmm. i couldn't like handle it even though they fucking hated like every person around me the fact that they also hated me stressed me out so like i had to well, like no one likes being hated right except for i don't care anymore i was about to say actually that is not necessarily fully true there are people who are like i don't give a shit whether you like me or not I'll give i'm a not fuck. i'm here to make money not friends and that's fine honestly some people love to be hated some people do mm. love to be hated some people get like off on the idea that people don't think like about them. them like oh i'm glad i live rent free in your head blue blue blah blue there was a point where i hated someone so much lauren that i literally said if i accidentally die tell that person i killed myself because of them whoa that's some that's some next level guilt that's what that is good and i was like <laughs> i support this. don't think i can do that legally yeah i don't know if i would but I'll take it into consideration. <laughs> but like, honestly, I think it is such a fun concept, right? I remember when they first announced that Gretzko as a character, like mm. not even just like as like a show or anything. I remember when they were like, hey, new Sanrio character drop in and people were like very excited. Like, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? And then when they announced it and it was this cute little red panda, everyone was like, oh, that's cute. And then at the end of the promo, when she like starts death metal singing, everyone was like, holy shit, this is like the wildest concept. Because, you know, you're expecting a Hello Kitty character. <laughs> right, you're expecting right. like, a, you know, Karopi or whoever, you know? Yeah. And then you get a Gretzko and it's a wild concept. But I love it. I love the idea of this like, you know, workaday worker who like does not love their job or even mm -hmm. is honestly pretty okay with her job but just hates the environment mm -hmm. and the people that they have to work with and they have this outlet and it is just pure unadulterated aggression rage yes <laughs> konnichiwa my fellow weebs no big news this week but i did want to say a huge thank you as we just passed fifteen thousand listens I know that's small potatoes to other podcasts, but we're honestly so grateful to have reached this milestone and we owe it quite literally to all of you. Hopefully that number will only continue to rise and we hope you enjoy the journey with us. If you're craving more Kawaii Disappointment, head on over to our Patreon after this episode to listen to all of our bonus content. Later this week, we will be releasing our reduced redo of Utano Prince Sama, and next week we will be releasing our next bonus episode where we have Lauren make predictions for every new anime in the spring 2022 season. 
So if you want to hear Lauren's predictions for such hotly anticipated anime as Spy Family and Ya Boy Kong Ming, want a chance to vote on next month's Reduce Redo, or are just excited to hear any of the other bonus content we've released or have planned to come down the pipeline, you can find us on Patreon by searching Kawaii Disappointment or by going to patreon.com slash kawaii desu pod. A special shout out to our wonderful patrons, starting off with our eternal desu patrons, our $8 tier, the amazing Skullbush and incomparable Alex J. They're not alone though, as we also have our amazing Super Desu patrons, our $5 tier, Nene Killua, Magical Girl Charlotte, Rebel in an Isekai, and Jellums, and our Kawaii Desu patron, our $3 tier, Eliza L. You're all pretty Kawaii Desu in my book. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Kawaii Desu Pod, or go to kawaiidesupod.com for links to those socials as well as all of our episodes. That's K-A-W-A-I-I-D-E-S-U-P-O-D.com. Spread the word about us, and if you feel so inclined, leave a review on iTunes, rate us five stars on Spotify, like us on Amazon Music, or wherever you listen to us. It really does help. We will see you all again next week as we continue through Furry Month with Odd Taxi. Now, back to the podcast. Yeah, the duality is so great. I love that she's just so, she's just so cute and so pleasant throughout the day and just takes everything in stride and then she lets it all out when she's singing karaoke and it's death metal or when she has to like go into the bathroom to just I do love what <laughs> she does in the bathroom <laughs> when she uh, has to yeah. rage her feelings the Ugh. fact that she just carries a microphone everywhere for, like, I would love to be in a bathroom stall and just hear someone like metal singing next to I me I think you would literally get scared like it would literally scare the shit that, out of you that would be terrifying yes I mean I get frightened when I hear hear unexpected noises in the bathroom anyway if someone's like on the phone has any have you guys been in the bathroom and someone's on the phone before yeah it's so awkward there's this one lady that comes in and she talks so loud on her fucking phone every time we're going to the bathroom and i'm just like <laughs> please and sometimes she'll put it on speaker so i can hear the other person oh, and i was just no. like why my least favorite thing is when um and this has only happened to me like once or twice but i still think about it is when you're <laughs> in a stall and uh a two people like one goes to the salt to the left one goes to the salt to the right and they're talking to each other mm-hmm. yeah like basically like around like obviously like they're just talking salt to salt but like you're right in the middle of it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so all that to say someone metals you know death metals singing in the bathroom probably would be not great well if i heard someone walk in like if it happened spontaneously i'm pretty yes. sure if you just heard like clap 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 door close like you'd be scared you'd be scared you know as long as i, I heard the journey of them going i think i'd be like okay they're decompressing no i will say i i i'm gonna fight you on this i think we're all very i think we are non-cognizant of other people yes Absolutely. And I think someone else coming to a restroom while you're using it is such a like background noise that I don't think you would perp- you your mind could pros- prepare for the noise that's going to happen. I think you could prepare mm-hmm. the fact that there's another person in there 100%. You could even maybe be prepared for them to talk. You are not prepared for them to scream. No. It will scare you. Yeah. Now I want a death metal scream in the bathroom when Sky. I was there. gonna say really quick, um, a really, really embarrassing, cringy thing that I fucking hate that I did was one time someone was sobbing in the bathroom and with my lipstick I wrote on the mirror, I hope you have a better day. And I and I was thinking about it today, I was like, you fucking stupid bitch. 
Yikes. You're so fucking stupid. And then like, because if I was the person sobbing and I saw that note, I wouldn't be like, oh, thanks. I'd be like, I'm horrified that someone experienced me sobbing and they heard me sobbing. Mm-hmm. 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 So the cat. I love her. She's great. I How does she get her? Like, how does she always have a job to go back to? Because it sounds like it's the same job. And she made it sound like it was corporate. I think it's the same job. I think it's just easy for her to get a job. Mm -hmm. Which, like, people like that, it's true. Yeah, I was going to say, someone like Casey, right? For someone that has, like, that level of kind of, like, buoyancy and charisma... Mm-hmm. They they fit in most places pretty easily, and they will more often than not get to the place they want to be. Yeah, I'm I really forgot nervous. that the cat was in these two episodes, literally just because I started rewatching it for this episode, and I ended up getting through season one again <laughs> for the second <laughs> time because I was like, "Man, I love this show." Today was just a day of rewatching stuff because I my phone died while I was sitting on the couch, and I just did oh. like, "Hey Google, play the Good Place or whatever," and it ended up playing it. And I was like, "Well, I guess I'm just rewatching this show." right now and then i was like no i should wa- rewatch a gretzko and then i did just watch season one again <laughs> it, um her friend does make me nervous though because like you were saying skylar if she's not in this offers environment if she's not angry all the time what is the show about so it makes me nervous that the next episode or two her hopes are gonna get crushed and that'll be so sad yeah i'm afraid that the cat's actually a mlm girl boss oh i will say like i know it's like not like a big big spoiler um it's just more like it'd just be a very different situation Mm-hmm. I mean, some people need structure, though. No matter like how much they might dislike their environment, they can't thrive in a place that doesn't have structure. Right. And that's fine. Um, I just wish the structure she had just had better people around yeah, her. Yeah, because honestly, and you see it happen in other episodes, but like she does like her job. Mm-hmm. Right. It's so much as like it's something she's really good at. And when when people are being nice to her, she's very happy in the job and what she's doing. Mm-hmm. What the problem becomes is the literally people. everyone piles work on her. Everyone piles their work on her specifically. Mm-hmm. That is the problem. She's too nice. She's yeah, too and she feels like it's her job. But then at the same time, everyone always and it doesn't super come up in these episodes. Everyone always uh, always tells her that she's like a very middle of the road worker and not impressive in any way. But it's like, but she's also the one that is, is like holding doing the work together. for everyone. It's very well, annoying. That happens a lot in real life, though. I mean, like, yeah. Because where's the whole thing? Like, people don't know, like, how much you work until you, like, stop doing it. There's a better quote. She's not able to really focus on her own work when she's doing everyone else's as well, right? And I mean, yeah. she's staying super late into the night just to keep the workplace afloat, that which is paycheck, also though. a problem. If she's hourly. I was about to say that's assuming oh, she's hourly. Shit, yeah, you're right. If she's salaried, she is fucked i wonder what happened if she just like didn't do it they'd probably get mad at her yeah they would you know do something can she get Talk fired? About firing her potentially something. yeah yeah the situation isn't ideal for Retzko, and that's why she has to like let it all out she has to scream 
to, to quote the Black Eyed Peas, she has to scream and shout and let it all out, you know? <laughs> with metal. But she does Death it with heavy metal. metal, which again is such a great choice. I do like that when she's in her heavy metal phase, she has like heavy metal makeup, even though like it's not like she's not doing makeup, but her like when That's she's screaming, she's her design, her design yeah. gets like the King Diamond ass makeup. Yeah, yeah. She gets the sharp teeth and it's just, she's so cute. Ugh, I love it. Yeah. All the animation. And I like that so her death metal voice is a, a male. A man. Yeah. Voice. It's actually fun fact. It's it's Rare Cho, like the dr- writer and director of the show. He's oh. the ma- he's the death metal voice. Oh my <gasps> god, that's so that's talented! So he's cool. so talented in Japanese, at least. Obviously, in English, it's like an English Someone death else. metal right. singer. Yeah, yeah. I actually found that out because it was honestly really hard. Because I think I think we're at the point to transition talking about the music mm-hmm. of Agretzko. Mm-hmm. It's actually mm-hmm. really hard to figure out the music of Agretzko because there are outside of until season three it doesn't have um bands doing like the music Mm -hmm. it's just the musical team for the show so it's like the people that do the ost also doing the op the ed all that so like Mm -hmm. i kept trying to be like you know a gretzko who sings a gretzko op and people would be like or who plays or performs it and i could like not find an answer so i just had to actually like watch the credits of the episode and when it was going through the voices, it said like death metal voice, rare show. And I was like, oh, oh, look at him. Look at him go. <laughs> but the music of the show is done by a musical team. So the, there are four artists that are credited as the composers for the show. So that's Natsumi Tabuchi, Hanae Nakamura, Satoshi Hono, and Miki Sakurai. Uh, so I feel fairly safe in like crediting them for the music of the show, including the OP and the ED. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that OP and ED. So that opening is a Gretz- the Agretzka opening by the four uh, previous members that we have discussed. <laughs> Lauren, what did you think of that opening? It's very appropriate for the show. It was very hilarious to watch the really cute Hello Kitty style animation with this death metal backing. <laughs> yeah, I also really love the way like the it's like her doing that cute little just like like leg leg hop dance, mm-hmm. but like it's She's to the same beat of yes. the guitar and drums. So yes. like it's super fast. Ugh, yeah, it's it was so cute though. Yes, she's still so in her like a little adorable face. Little clouds everywhere in the rainbow. And it's so pink and girly. <laughs> it's if you didn't hear the music, you could put like any kawaii ass yes, you could. song on and top it would of it. Fit. And it would fit very well. Kiss uh, kiss fall in love. There you go. Yeah. But I, I did enjoy it. I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought it was the perfect compliment for the show. I don't know if you picked up on it in the two episodes, but it does continue where like it always leads into the intro mm-hmm. where she like gets mad about something and screams something and it like the, the intro starts playing behind it. And mm-hmm. then it transitions into the intro, which I always like love as like a, yes. like a little tag. Yeah, it's nice to see. It's nice to see a consistency, but it also shows you what the episode's going to be about. I also like how short it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, at the end of the day, these episodes are only um, like they vary. 
Like, they're not consistent. Like, the episodes are anywhere from, like, 14 to, like, 25 minutes long each. Mm-hmm. And they just are, like, we're going to tell the story as long as we need to. So some of them are, like, 13 minutes, 15 minutes. Turns, like, towards, like, the later seasons, you start getting some of those longer episodes. Um, And I, I like that. I like that they're yeah. pretty short episodes. Yes, agreed. It's kind of like in Comedy Month where it was very sequential. Because they're mm-hmm. like, this is a bit, and once it's over, it's over. Yeah, and I like, think it's like a good middle ground because a lot of those, like the episodes, were more like it was either like two fifty, like two like ten minute episodes, or like three to four like five minute episodes. Mm-hmm. But this is more like it's an episode unto itself. But it's, but it's just gonna, shorter. Yeah, it'll like, it's only like fifteen be as long to sixteen minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A very complete story. Once it's done, we're moving on. Yeah, I was debating like doing like three or four episodes for this one. But then I was like, no, I, I feel like it tells like its story in the time it needs to tell it. Yeah, right. no, I think that the world building was perfect in the first two. Uh, but yeah, I really like this OP. I had a very like big uh, metal phase in middle and high school, really? mostly middle. And uh, I was like, yeah, no, I like see all the influences that are this song. <laughs> <laughs> So you're definitely going to win the segment. Oh, oh he absolutely I definitely don't know will. if that's the case. Oh, you but, will. But I was just like, it brought me back, which made me be like, yeah, you guys did a good job replicating that sound. Well, that's right. good. I'm glad that they they paid homage and continued on the, the genre in a way that made you feel like they knew what they were doing. And then we have our outro song. Lauren, what did you think of that? That was my, I think, I think this is my first anime with my quote unquote standard American rolling credits at the end of an anime. I would, I would probably agree. Yeah. Yeah. Where it was just a picture of a Gretzko in the back looking so angry and so cute. Yeah. And then just the rolling credits as the song plays. I was like, oh, this is, this is more what I'm used to for right. the end of tv shows so it didn't at first it shocked me because i was like this isn't an anime outro what is this law and order svu oh no <laughs> <laughs> but i mean again the song fits perfectly does the outro visual change or is it always the rolling credit it's the rolling credits at least in season one okay uh, once we get to the later seasons they actually do change up how the eop and ed work but um obviously we're just talking about what we have here sure yeah yeah absolutely what I really like about it is you could like tell it's a different song. It's honestly completely different. I would say yeah. the OP is very uh, heavy metal. The ED is it is like new wave metal. Yes, exactly. Oh, I did not personally hear a difference. I would say more. Yeah, like something like <laughs> it's very like new metally. Yeah. Well, there uh, you go. And yeah, obviously, if you're not like super up on the genre, it's like, yeah, this is just heavy guitar. But like, they're so different to me that mm-hmm. was, and, and to Skylar that we were like, yeah. oh, yeah, obviously completely different. I went through like a lot of music when I was trying to figure out and I was just like, because the the intro has such a like classic sound. A lot of it reminds me of Todd in the Book of Pure Evil. Honestly, same. 100%. I had the same thought. <laughs> 
Uh, Town of the Big People is a very good show. It's a Canadian show. Uh, highly recommend if you've never watched it. Uh, it's about this teenager who is destined to become the pure evil one. And there is a book of pure evil in a school that people keep reading and opening and it causes chaos. It's very There's much a like, blood mop. It's very much like Buffy kind of vibes oh but like way more gory and like and a comedy and mid-2010s comedy style okay atticus murphy's the best character that's not here nor there though i think we have (laughs) talked about these uh songs enough so we move to our segment what monitor contemporary artists do you think would have done a good job with these anime intros and outros lauren why don't you kick us off with that op okay so i have a confession to make for this week, I only picked one artist for the intro and outro because they sounded the same. <laughs> That's fine. That's <laughs> they sounded fine. the same to me. I'm so you can sorry. do it. You're wrong, but so, like I, I mean, get it. It'll be did the you same at least artist. Pick different regardless. songs from the no, artist. No, I did though? not. Okay. I'm so sorry. Uh, they sounded literally the same to me. Okay. So I'm very excited to hear what you guys do because I I listened to a couple people and I was like, I think this one fits for. <laughs> It's for both, and it's the wrong answer. But anyway, I pick Malevolent Creation. I think Malevolent Creation is great. They're very classic heavy metal. Yeah. I do think vocally they don't match as much. No, they don't. Uh, just hers. because Gretzko, just because Gretzko's death metal voice is very like, <sighs> like it's very like down low, and right. Malevolent Creation has that very like it's more like a high pitched old heavy metal voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think obviously guitar wise, I mean it's prototypical heavy metal it fits for sure yeah i think it's a great choice for the op thank you yeah not necessarily for the ed <laughs> no I, it's an I'm okay sorry. choice for the ed i, I really lazy choice for the ED. i really don't hear a difference <laughs> i'm so sorry um Skylar, maybe you'll hear it more yeah. when we as we play more yeah no i'm very yeah. intrigued teach okay. me things skylar who did you pick for the op um i went more instrumental and game inspired i went with mick Gordon, uh, specifically the song Rip and Tear. Oh. <laughs> That's just cheating, Skylar. I don't think so. Cheating? The reason I say this Holy is cheating shit. is because this song, remember when I said there's very clear inspirations? This is This it? is clearly one of the, ins- this is, it, the song is clearly inspired by Rip and Tear. Oh. Uh, so like, uh, definitely. Oh my God. It is the song. Like, <laughs> that is the don't song. get me wrong. I definitely <laughs> challenged myself a little bit more than some people did. Mm. Oh. Damn. But no, as soon as you were like Mick Gordon, I was like, oh, great. So she figured out this is just rip and tear. <laughs> I didn't know. So you taught me a thing. PJ. All the comments when I, I remember when this first came out, everyone was like, did they just do rip and tear? <laughs> <laughs> which is, uh, if you don't know, it is like the main song from the Doom remake, uh, mm-hmm. and, which is lit. It's a great game. I've played I it play. a lot. Well, good job, Skylar. It was a journey because I had clicked on this song and I was like, oh, this song sounds exactly the same because it was going through like playlists and stuff. And then I was just like, oh, it's a video game like song. I don't know if that should count. And I went, I literally spent like 40 minutes going through other songs. It was like, nope, got to pull it back. No, I think since you landed on it naturally, it's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But any of the discourse it. online about the OP is like, oh, it's rip and tear. That's so funny. Wow. Uh, but since you landed on it naturally, it's totally fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, th- since I obviously knew about the rip and tear connection, I didn't want to go rip and tear. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so I landed on the band Nile, specifically their song "Annihilation of the Wicked," because I feel like Nile also matches Retzko vocal. The vocal toy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I completely agree. I think this is a great choice. Good job. No, it's fantastic. It's really good. Like my song didn't have vocals at all. Yeah. So I think that you both did great. I'm very excited Thanks. to hear about the ED because. Maybe we could help you understand how different it sounds. Yes, please. All right. So we already know Lauren's choice. My shame. It's okay. It's okay. We could. Skylar, why don't you help school our friend here with a more accurate outro prediction? Honestly, I am a little worried that mine may have been better for the OP, but I no, clearly not. You picked the song. Also, I hope not because, again, I do think they're so different. No, no, no. Yeah, no. I think, like, at the time, I think this was, like, a great pick, but now I don't remember. Okay. I went with The Vengeance of the Lowborn by Wastewalker. Absolutely not, Skylar. I am so sorry. You just pulled a Lauren. It's, again, not bad. Just like Lauren picking the same OP on ED artist, it's not a <laughs> bad choice, but it's not remotely a good choice. Damn it. Okay. All right. Well, I'll show you both what kind of artist this is. Yeah, please do. (laughs) No, again, I think they're okay choices. They're in the metal umbrella, but they are not the type of metal that this is. Mm -hmm. I think a band that would fit something more in this range would be something like Disturbed. Yep. That's a really, really good choice. God damn, I love Disturbed. Yeah. You win. You win, PJ. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel like there Vindicated. has to be like a small amount of vindication for Lauren in that uh, Skylar gave her crap no. and then was just as bad as her. No, no, because I do hear the fucking difference and I was just doing it in the Uber for, because I spent so much time trying to find the OP. But, um, I mean, yeah, solid choices for that OP for sure all around and great uh, and just you know phenomenal discourse on the differences in types of metal in general yeah uh, i learned something today <laughs> yeah there's a lot of different kinds of metal like literally like there's like 30 to 40 subgenres to metal if not more wow there's a lot of melodic metal too oh 100 yeah so but with all of that said i think this is where we're gonna end our music segment and it's where we're gonna take a quick break Draw some additional clips, some additional context, and we'll be back with Lauren's closing thoughts. So stay tuned, everyone. All right, we're back. We have learned about some additional clips, some additional context, some additional death metal songs, and some additional romantic moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lauren, after all of that, yes. I mean, you've watched this show and you've seen a lot of relatable moments, whether it was in the episodes you saw or in the clips that you saw of, you know, different situations that kind of just happen to people in their life, especially as they reach those like mid to late 20s, early 30s age where like work is starting to become a bigger part of your life. And you do you know you have to start really reevaluating what that means for you, and it's a it's a big moment for Retzko to kind of start thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it's something, and I, and I know it's something that you've been thinking about a lot lately, as we've discussed, obviously in real life, and in even in like the Oromichi Nissan episode. Yes. But all of that said, regardless of how relatable it is, maybe it hit too close to home. Maybe it was too much to bear, or maybe it was just relatable enough that you can't put it down. So, Lauren, tell me, would you keep watching a Gretzko? I was 
enamored with this anime from the second it started. Just the juxtaposition between the the death metal music and the boring office life. So absolutely, I'm going to keep watching. I have to I have to see how Gretzko's journey goes because that's my journey right now. <laughs> Gretzko, let's go! <laughs> when they are screaming let's go i thought they were saying let's go and you know what honestly i support that let's, let's go, go. Let's, go. <laughs> let's go let's go let's go but yeah you absolutely love to see it yeah. a uh a kawaii success Woo-hoo. in the book so lauren tell me did you end up with a favorite character throughout the course of the episodes and context Yes, this one stayed the same as is my usual MO. It was Fenico. I'm obsessed with her. I absolutely love Fenico. <laughs> I will say almost every character ends up getting like a big subplot at some point, mm-hmm. except Fenico. So far, who knows? Season five, we might finally get it. That's true. But it's the only thing stopping Fenico from being my favorite is there's like a little less depth than some of the other characters. I kind of like that, though. It's kind of like... I know that you might not mysterious. under this is a a reference for the people who are into the office or have seen it. PJ, you know about it. It's like Creed where he just comes in, has one liners and leaves. And that's why he's the best character in the office. That's why I liked Fenico. I don't want death to her. I want her to just come in, be a girl boss, have her have her peace and then leave. I know now that you said depth. But I heard death to her and I was like, who's saying she has to die? No one, no depth. <laughs> no, but yeah. Fenico is honestly, I think, definitely one of my favorite characters. Ugh. I absolutely love Fenico. I love her. I relate a lot to Fenico, yes. I feel. Yeah, like that kind of like side character that um, is like, solves. yeah, it's just there to problem solve and make fun of people. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, that's probably why I like her so much. She also is my favorite character. And then I married you, so. So there you go. See? I basically married Fenico. Yeah. Boom. You know, I will say, like, I know none of us are picking Retzko, but this is like definitely like Retzko is in the conte- is in the conversation for best character. Yeah. Oh yes. A lot I of times, e- a lot of times, either the main character is the best character or they're like not. Like mm-hmm. period. But mm-hmm. she's in the conversation. But there's just so many great characters in this one. Oh, for sure. I I really struggled because I I love Haida too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he does some things that I don't love later on. Oh. Um, I think my favorite character probably is Miss Washimi, who is the secretary bird. Right. <laughs> I I just love a good girl boss character, and Gory is also a great girl, girl boss. But Gory is like a lot more kind of excitable and very like cutesy. But Washimi is just like straight girl boss always, all the time, and I respect and love it. Honestly, Honestly I ship them together. You do, you ship Gory oh. and Washimi. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cutest lesbian couple ever. Oh, I'm into it. <laughs> all right. Well, all of that said, we have your thoughts. We know your Kawhi success, mm-hmm. your favorite character. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like there's only one thing left to do. It's time, Lauren, for Is There an AMV for That? AMV, anime music videos. Is there an AMV for that? All right, Lauren, you know the rules. Give me your song and artist for a Gretzko. So considering the environment that we find ourselves in, I decided to go with something that fit the the workhouse vibe. I think I know where you're going to go. 
Nine to Five by Dolly yep. Parton. Yep. I knew as soon as you, I, I literally was like, if I were picking AMV, I would pick Nine to Five by Dolly yes. Parton. Yes. So I'm glad you did. And I can confirm, just because <gasps> I did my research for my potential one, right. that it does exist. There oh is an AMV for Gresco for Dolly Parton's Nine Yay. to Five, because of course there is. There has to be. Yeah, what else, you know? But that is three points in the Yay! book, Lauren. Well, we absolutely love to see it. <laughs> but perhaps that's not the only thing we're going to see here today. Because, Lauren, it's time for a super secret, not so secret bonus point. Do you think there will be an AMV for Agretzko? To Shakira's, try everything. All right, Lauren. As you know, this is the special sub fourth point for Furry Month. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, You know, the main song out of Zootopia. Uh, Obviously, BNA was very Zootopia-like and it had Try Everything. Uh, Gretzko, you could argue whether it's Zootopia-like or not, uh, but it's it's animals regardless. So you tell me, do you think there will be an AMV for Try Everything? It is animals. But it doesn't it doesn't fit the vibe, but neither did nine to five, but it does. Nine to five fully fits the vibe. Right? Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. So Oh, you just want a compliment. I didn't. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say final answer, no. Uh, all right, Lauren. Yikes. Uh no, you're absolutely right. It does not oh. fit the vibe at all. There is no AMV to a Gretzko. For Shakira's Yet. Try Everything, which brings you to four total points. <laughs> Woo! Thank you so much. And I would like to point out, it doesn't exist yet. Come on, followers. Our little Kawaiians. Is that a good follower Kawaiians name? is not what we're going with. <laughs> I do that's not support it. That's my vote. No, I'm pretty sure that's just people from Kauai. Like the place. That said, uh, yes, regardless, it does not exist right now. And since Lauren correctly predicted that, we are at four points, a Kauai success, and another continuation here as we go through Furry Month. Lauren, as always, thank you for joining us on this journey. Thank you for showing me a, I guess, future biopic of my life. (laughs) (laughs) But And I'm glad you had a good time watching Mm -hmm. it. But more importantly, I hope our listeners had a good time watching it. I hope they had a good time, a fun time, an aggressive time. A Let's Go time, a heavy metal scream time. Representation of their lifetime. And a true representation of the millennial experience time. <sighs> but uh. until next time, we hope your wait isn't a kawaii disappointment. I have been PJ. I'm a Skylar Kawaii. I have- oh, we're on that still. I'm Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not Kawaiians. Bye, no, everyone. But- Goodbye. We'll, we'll put a vote. Bye. Oh, Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> 